Friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> Friends. Yeah, yeah. Ones we can depend on. Uh huh. Friends. Friends. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Something else? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the rest. They smile in your face. I didn't like that song. I didn't have a whole lot of friends. Okay, no, this isn't the musical rendition of Head Above Hypocrisy. Um, this is the, what the hell did you send me? This it's quote? A, it's, 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 uh, I don't know. It's, I think <clears> it's essentially, speech. yeah, well, no, it's, it sort of begs the question, how responsible I guess it's how responsible are your friends for your success and or how responsible are you for surrounding yourself with friends that like, you know, motivate you to be better. Right. And this was a, are we shouting out this podcast? I don't know. I know because I don't remember where I got it from. I mean, it says it's from this part. Anyways, it's from uh, the quote is, oh, it's a decision that needs to not be made real time. How about we just do the quote and... That's fine. I'm just, I was adding a little spice to the... <laughs> things are getting a little too spicy for the pepper. Uh, your friends we still who let you sit in the, the comfort quote. of your bed. I'm trying to give it right now. Okay, man? <laughs> but unfortunately, you're being a friend who's letting me sit in the comfort of my bad habits. I'm not. I'm trying to get you to be better, but it's too late because we should... It's taking too long. Now they're not listening. We've lost their attention. People's attention span are too short. This is true. Do we start we, over from the We beginning? buried the lead. You can't read it now so we can get to the... <laughs> just let's... Come on. We'll get there. You know what? Hold on. Let me reread it in practice. Okay, look. I'm Will. This is Head Above Hypocrisy. And we have a quote that we would have liked to share with you, but we're having a little trouble with our reading skills. So what I'm going to do is go and see if I can dig myself up one of them old Hooked on Phonics or Rosetta Stone CDs or something. how to say this in the mirror i'm ready uh, the quote in question that you've all been waiting on your friends who let you sit in the comfort of your bad habits do not love you as much as the ones who challenge you to do better Woo! that's powerful right there shaman and i um yeah man how do you feel about the quote is it true i feel like should friends just mind their own business to stay on their lane and support you in your bad habits what is a bad habit what? Oh my God! Okay, so, I'm not going to go into that. We did that in another podcast episode. But uh, like, what are the habits they're trying to break you out of? Is it like? I mean, I guess that's what it depends on, right? Like, I think that I think you want friends that challenge you and and or inspire you to do better, but you also, you know, want friends that you can that you can confide in, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need somebody to just like hear you vent, and you don't want them to always no solution. be constantly challenging you. Like, well, that's gotcha. not a problem. It's just, you know, it's a minor setback. Just do better. Like, be strong. Like, bro, okay. Like, I got it. Maybe I just want to talk this out real quick uh, before you go, you know, challenging me to rise to the occasion. Like, gotcha. if that's not the only conversation that needs to be had True. when someone is dealing with a struggle or something. Right. So, you know, I think it's just balance. But you don't you don't want just like a crew of homies that are just, you know, cool, chilling on the stoop indefinitely either, right? I think that's I think that's what the the post is alluding to, right? Like you just don't want to surround yourself with people that are cool with you just doing the exact same thing at the exact same level forever. 
I mean, good, bad, you're... you know, mediocre, whatever. What even if you're doing you happiness. Like, what if you're in a like? What if you are in a happy space, but for whatever your friends see in their and for whatever reason in their mind, they're like, "No, nah, man, I see you being happier than this, or I see you doing better." Like, when does it cross well, the see, line? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's balance, right? Okay. Like, I don't think anyone can be truly happy being completely stagnant. Right? Okay. Like, you got to always be doing something. You be in motion, kind of, you know, working towards something, trying to trying to get better at something, building something. Like, okay. it, I think as humans, it's very difficult for us to be content and, and permanently stationary. Um, so, you know, but I, you don't, you don't want, you don't want someone that's challenging you unnecessarily, right? Okay. And you don't want someone that is interrupting your happiness to challenge you, right? Like, not right. everyone is, is wildly ambitious and wants to conquer the world and be ranked number one at everything, or, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. so you don't want someone that, like, when you are legitimately happy, that's like, nah, you need to do better, or doesn't allow you to celebrate small victories even, right? Like, what if, if you're on your way to, number one right. and you go from 10 to five and you want to you know celebrate oh my god we made it you know we jumped five levels right, right, this right. Is, that's that's amazing we're okay. you know we're making a lot of progress he's like yeah no that, that that's nothing it's only it's one or nothing right like you that's not super helpful and it may be for some people but not everyone responds to that kind of motivation so you know i just i think that i think that balance is important and you know you do want people that challenge you and don't let you just you know sit in your own failure. Right. But you also want people that you can you can talk to and right. that'll you know let you vent sometimes and kind of you know go through the the pain of loss or whatever whatever it is. Right. Part of part of the processing whatever the struggle hurdle thing that you fail that is is talking it out and sort of just you know living in that for a little bit, not too long. Obviously, you don't want to wallow in it, but you do have to you know face it. I think facing it, it it requires you to live in it for a little bit. And uh, you need in order to do that, like sometimes you need someone that you can just talk to about it. And it's not going to challenge you at every point um, to to do better or to 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 be stronger. Like, I, I understand that. But like, this is how. I am better. This is where I get my strength from is having this conversation. Mm. So can you just listen? I, think. I mean, I, I, I feel so, you on that, man. You know. Um, I mean, okay, so, like, ambitions, you mentioned that earlier. And, I mean, people have weird ambitions and some normal ambitions. Like, you know, what if your friend just had the ambition to be, like, a trash, a, a truck, a sanitation worker? That's not even a bad one. Uh, Like, to just pick up litter on their free time at the park. You know, regular, I mean, normal job. They don't really want to advance more. It's just their career path. Those one of those, those like kind of old school lines of thought that I think kind of that holds up well is if you're the best at anything, you know, someone will pay you top dollar to do it. Okay. Um, so even if it is picking up trash, like if you do it faster, better, and more efficiently than anyone else, right? That you can that you can find a lane of success there, right? Like maybe you can revamp the the entire uh the, uh what is it uh, waste management. Uh, truck system how they you know how they do their pickup routes or the 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 technology that they use to pick the cans up off the street into the the truck right like the there's all all sorts of aspects to to picking up trash these days that you can you know that you could be great at so if it's really just about you know consistency and being the best you can at whatever it is you're trying to do you know makes Um, so i mean like would you give that same speech if your friend came up to you and was like hey man my ambition is to be like a pallbearer yeah, I mean, somebody's got to run the funeral home, right? Like, there's everybody's. Got, it's not for me, and I can't help you on that journey in any way. Well, but I, mean, I they, will support you in, you know, so, like, well, like, like you what know, 
you know, they're like, hey, I, I, some people have the ambition. I'm not going to be a stunt double in a casket for you, right? Like, that's where I draw the line in our friendship. I'm about to lay up in a casket healthy and living. Like, all right, how'd you practice carrying? Right. Like, Like, by themselves? Like, you need, like, six other homies or five or something. Like, I don't. What if there's a community of that? Of, of aspiring Paul. And that's not a career. You don't get paid to carry the caskets. Usually friends of the family or something. True. What like, if, like, that was just their thing. It's like on their bucket list, I want to carry a casket down. I, good for you. Like, spots I, and all this stuff. And I think that my follow-up would be, is what do you need from me? Like, do you, do you want to be my Paul Bear? In which case, I think it's a bit early for us to be having that conversation. Uh, and or, or is this a threat? Like, I don't, how, I don't know how to take this. Uh, oh, I would have questions. some follow-up oh, questions okay. oh, if, if that was their goal. God, you, you, this um, quote is really for you. I mean, you were just like, <laughs> a good friend. Once we've confirmed that they're not trying to carry my casket immediately. No, they're uh, just like, no, nah, man, I just want to be a pallbearer anybody. So I just, someone please. I mean, they hang me. out at the funeral home, I guess, or wherever they Same carry. Way. I guess, no, it's not the funeral home. They carry them at the cemetery, I think, right? Like, to well, the, I mean, they carry to them the from plot. the funeral home. No, from the church. They don't carry it all the way. That, right? But, they, I would hope not. God. Oh, no, the, the guy. They go in the hearse and then they drive yeah. it to the to the cemetery and then they carry it from the hearse to also, the wherever to it's going to go yeah. i think yeah so yeah. i mean if people have all sorts of weird goals uh some of my friends i don't know i don't really i can't think of anybody off the top of my head that you know wants to do anything as strangely as you know be a random pallbearer but <laughs> you know it's it goes back to the to the you know the friend the friend that is constantly challenging or the friend that knows when to just listen. Like that's, right. that's one of those, those moments where I would just listen. Like if somebody tells me that like, I can't help, I don't know. I don't own a funeral home. I don't plan on dying anytime soon. I don't know anything about Paul bearing, but if you know, you feel like sharing your goals with me, like, all right, well, that's cool, man. Good luck with that. You know, maybe hang out by some sick people or I don't, I don't know. I'm Google, Potential Paul Bear. I'm sure you know you go, the Google has everything. So you're very I, supportive just, friend, like I, I said already. I'm, I'm with him. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt nobody. I'm not gonna like if they're like, hey, I, my goal is to do the most cocaine ever done in a 24 hour period. I'm like, you know, I can't support that. You're probably gonna die, right? Like, right. That I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, best of luck. You make sure you do your push ups. And I mean, you, know, would you let them eat like a hot dog eating competition. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the same effect, right? That's another podcast. I'm sorry. I'm mean, yeah. Technically, if you if you've listened to other episodes, eating hot dogs is actively taking minutes off your life, but it's not the same as uh is doing cocaine because cocaine serves no uh no perp no 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 productive purpose, right? Like a hot dog is at least supposed to be food. Um, so if they wanted to eat hot dogs competitively, I would be. I would be less opposed than I would if they wanted to do cocaine competitively. Mm. Um, because, you know, at least you won't die immediately from the hot dogs. Uh, and they're also not illegal um, to eat, even in bulk. Uh, so I can't I can't support something that will. For, well, it's, it's a health risk and is illegal. Mm. Right. Like, so if it doesn't kill you from doing too much cocaine, then you'll probably end up dead or in jail or sure. in jail and dead. Like, you know, it's just. Nothing good's gonna come of that. Maybe you win the hot dog eating contest, you get your hot dog trophy, you stop eating hot dogs, right? Like we move on. Maybe you do a sit up contest, do something productive. Um, but you know, I think I think you want balance in your friend circle. You want your friends to push, you want your friends that, you know, listen to your problems, you want your friends that just let you hang out and sit on the sofa and play video games and you know, you want your friends that you can go out and drink with. Like You want your friends to tell you not to put, you know, gorilla glue in your hair. All types of friends. <laughs> 
I think your mama should tell you that at like four or five years old. There's certain basic yeah, but, understandings. Mean, yeah, but who listens to their parents at that age? When you get I mean, I did. I never drank bleach. I didn't put glue in my hair. They, these are things my parents... I didn't stick my fingers in sockets. These are things that my parents told me to do. Not. I did not do it because all my friends were not getting electrocuted. Like, sometimes there are some well, I mean, they simple... Their finger in the socket, they weren't doing it correctly. There are some simple parental lessons that you teach and that children listen to because for fear of death, such as, you know, sticking your finger in a socket and or putting professional grade glue on your skull. You know, I just these are things that I knew not to do at single digit age. I'm pretty sure if you were to quiz my kids right now, do you put glue in their hair? They'd laugh at you and say no and walk away. So, you know. Nobody listens to their parents, yet somehow we all managed not to put glue on our hair, not because it was cool. Not like all the, nobody was ever like, oh, I didn't do it because, you know, the cool kids wouldn't wear no glue, so I didn't want to get made fun of. Like, that's not why we don't do it. So some, some of that stuff sticks. Um, but, you know, I, I do think your friend circle is important because I, I think that, the, you know, the, what is it? You are a reflection of those around you or like, you know, you are what you surround yourself with. I believe in all that. Um, you know, like minds or surround themselves with like minds and you, you only, it's very difficult to, to vastly outperform your, your core circle. Right. right. Cause that's who you, that's who you bounce ideas off of. That's who you get inspiration from. That's who you get advice from. So like if they're at a specific level and your goal is much, much higher than that or much, much lower than that, it's going to be hard to maintain that, those friendships because, you know, you'll have less, You'll have, have less common life experiences, less things to talk about, like, you know, just less your goals are not the same. Like that's that's why you have the friends groups you have now. That's why all the parents hang out together because they go and complain about I don't ever get to sleep and you know, I haven't gone anywhere. I gained all this weight. Whatever the parents are complaining about, like these are shared experiences. And if if goals are not the same, then it's you know, they're less shared experiences. So it's you know, it's important that your friend group reflect where you want to go and where you're going um but you know again balance is important you don't want them challenging you at every single turn so you know not because if they do that it's just discouraging i got you dude well it it, and it's annoying right like nobody wants to the parent that's always you know trying to teach a lesson all the time or always asking about your homework or just you know sometimes just really it's it's summer vacation we're we're in, you know we're in florida relaxing you asking me about algebra homework like get out of my face come on like i i get it I, we could always be doing better but give me a couple of days let me drink this mai tai real quick right no definitely so you know balance in all things but i think that at its core i agree with the statement you know you you want your friends to challenge you you want you know i would i would say err on the side of challenging versus comfort right like you want your friends to to have you getting up off the sofa more than they're like hey yeah let's go watch jeopardy or you know you want them you want them to be challenging more than they're accepting of your mediocrity i mean (laughs) no and i i I think that also works for like you know and on a grander scale you know we'll get out of the small family settings let's get into like you know basketball players that turned down large deals of money because people didn't tell them that was a good idea like dennis schroeder (laughs) uh remember him i know it's kind of old now because the new season's gonna start soon probably but like you know he turned down i believe 77 million dollars to get a a a normal uh one year deal see that's different though that's that's your professional circle i don't know that that's a friend's that's his agent's fault Oh, I, I mean, like he's he not the have. only one. Victor Oladipo, another basketball player who turned down a $114 million deal. I mean, they, they may all have the same bad agent. 
right? Like, well, I, this guy is not their friend, and this agent friend. Well, it's a bad agent because the better deal for the the player, the, the more like the agents usually get a percentage of what the yeah, deal is. So, like, the agent can't be happy about it. But I feel like that's who. If anybody was going to advise them on like if a deal is good or what their their value is. It's their agent, right? Like the that's one of those times you might not be able to always listen to your friends, right? Because they don't understand what professional NBA contracts look like, what your your at your true NBA value is, and all that kind of stuff. So that's when you want to have a good agent and like a, a trustworthy relationship uh, with your agent, and or yeah. like that you, know, you you want your working relationships to be healthy, so that if if you become very successful, and you know it's it, it is, I think this. This is a concept that extends past professional basketball, just in general. Like if you, you know, if you're starting a business or if you're any, you know, it doesn't matter what your team is at Burger King, right? But like any sort of entrepreneurial pursuit where, um, you know, you can you can be faced with signing deals or like large sums of money. Wait, you see somebody in your corner being negotiated. Good advice. Someone that you can trust. They don't necessarily, you don't have to necessarily go out for beers every Sunday, but like you want to have a, a, not an uh, uh, adversarial relationship with your agent. You know, sometimes like you, you get the people, like talent doesn't see eye to eye with their agent mm. or like you don't, your, your work circle is very combative. Like everybody is trying to do better than the next person or like you just, you want your, I feel like it's important that you can trust the advice that you get from your, your work counterparts or associates especially in a situation like that when like you're relying on them to give you accurate information to make large financial decisions right right like you know it's and it's i I say it extends beyond basketball because it's not the only you know professional sports is not the only situation where people are faced with contracts or having to to decide whether to go you know this way or that with it like an investment or something like you want to have a good an accountant or or your 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 stock guy like those are relationships where like you don't treat it necessarily the same way as you would a friendship per se but you want to be as amicable as possible so that you know that 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 it they're more inclined to a do their best work and b you can trust the advice that they're giving. So when does like friendship and business get mixed? Because I know you're not supposed to mix them both. Or at least that's something to say. Like I don't think that I don't think that's true. I think or? it's I think it's uh, the one that's trickier is like love and business. I think mm. that friendship and business is. I think you know as long as as long as the friends have an understanding of you know biz like the the business and the friendship I think should always kind of be separate. Right. Like you can things that, you know, like you're you're there are things that have to happen in business that may be uncomfortable or that you would not do to a friend in a social setting. But you have to do in order for your business to survive. Mm -hmm. So in order for you to have a functioning business and like friendship at the same time, the friends have to understand that fact that like business functions one way and friendship functions a different functions differently. So in this this business setting, we have mm-hmm. to move this way. Right, like, so I can't always look out for you or we can't always look out for one another the same way we would socially or outside the business environment because our friendship is not what's paramount when we are in this business. Right, right. Like when Marcus gets replaced by a Boston Dynamic robot for a head of hypocrisy. You know, I'm not doing, I'm not working with a robot. Oh, I appreciate it that. Doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it's it's le- it's more me wanting to maintain my life than it oh. is me maintaining loyalty. But, oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, know, I mean, it's a middle it's tomorrow. Take it however you like. I'm yeah, not I mean, working with a robot. whatever helps me sleep at night. But I think, I think, <laughs> I think that, um, 
that's that's what it is I right like it's um it's the fr- the friendship i think it has to be a, fr- a strong friendship and and you know more likely a longer one cuz i think those are the types that are are able to have that kind of understanding like i get it like you did it because it was what was good for the business maybe not necessarily what was best for our friendship okay when you give advice and let's just say you're the one giving the advice and a friend doesn't take it like do you get pissed off like hey man i'm i, I saw where you could improve getting better I, for instance i remember when i was a, a younger pup and i was a lot chubbier fatter around or whatever you want to say um and heavy set heavy set okay, <laughs> i don't know what I, no that's why i was proper term is for anything heavier. anymore um i weigh more than i do now I, yeah i was like 40 to 50 pounds bigger the number on and the scale i remember not one of our friends uh looked at me and he's just like man hey 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 marcus you're getting fat dude and just like blatantly i think it was like i think like several other people around a couple of attractive women I was in my young days, you know, single. And he just ruined that whole situation by just letting everyone know in the room that I could cut back on a couple cold cuts and stuff. Very rude, by the way. Um, was that being a good friend? I mean, it definitely hurt my self-esteem and I looked at myself in a different way and definitely got healthier. But, I mean, I think there could have been a more delicate way to do it. Is that a real friend? Was he? Is, well, was that out of love? He- According to knowing the, the people involved yes okay uh hearing the story at face value it sounds kind of mean because it, <laughs> it just sounds like everybody was sitting around talking and he just, right he waited for the lull in the conversation and was, ah, I mean, that's how you know the, the talking comes comes right, to a lull and it's so like hey marcus looking a little fat man i mean that's <laughs> like, literally how he sounded i mean god man <laughs> jesus christ so you know i guess but the thing, this is the thing. It, 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 the, the, the history matters in that situation, right? Like if, if you'd been wrestling with it for a whole bunch, there'd been a lot of back and forth. You tried a whole bunch of diets. It hadn't worked. You guys had, you tried the soft approach and it hadn't gone well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to see if I put him on the spot. Maybe this is the, you know, that push, the inspiration he needs to, to you know, get it together. I don't know if that's the case, um, but they're, you know, they're, they, I think, no, knowing the, the people involved, I, I believe it was done out of love. Uh, I don't know that much foresight was put into it. Like, I don't think he was thinking about it like that, but, you know, it was, we all laughed and it wasn't, a, it, I don't think it was one of those, um, you know, like bully situations where we called you fat every day, followed you home, sent you oh, no, like, I mean, pictures of happened. sandwiches and stuff. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was one of those things that was mean in passing, and then the conversation moved on, right? So I think it served its purpose. You said you, it, it changed you enough for you to, to, to make actionable, you know, adjustments to your diet and fitness. So if it got the desired result, then I think it was effective. All right. Well, you know, hey, as we go ahead and land this plane, you know, another thing that gets desired results, this podcast uh if the de- desired result is to record ourselves talking then yes that is we do that is we do do that so you really mark the us. show very well and yeah uh i always did claim to be a marketing major that is that's what i talk about on the show all the time is how great i am at marketing oh, okay. all the different plans yeah, yeah. and you know I mean, strategies i have major but you play one on the show no, no, I no. don't. I I play a parent and an exhausted adult on the show, and it 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 greatly reflects my actual life and or disposition. Uh, well, oddly enough, if people have questions for your uh, you know demeanor, if they just want to find out, hey, Will, 
How do I really find out if my friend's a friend? They have some questions. Where can I hit you up at? Uh, headabovehypocrisy.com is the website. Uh, at headabovehypocrisy is the Instagram handle. And I can tell you your friends probably suck because everybody's friends are, are pretty crappy. You probably got two, three good ones. The rest of them are mediocre at best. Mediocre. But what you can count on is is Head Above Hypocrisy. I will be dropping episodes every Monday and Wednesday. When your friends let you down, when they flake, I won't. I will always have episodes for you. Head Above Hypocrisy is the friend that uh, it's always there for you. Um, I can't <laughs> I can't guarantee the advice will always be sound, oh, God. but uh, I will guarantee that it will always be available. And entertaining <laughs> to some extent. Yeah, yeah. You know, you may get arrested, but you'll laugh on your way to prison. So. Best white noise entertainment you've ever heard in the background. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so keep your friend circle tight, um, and, uh, I don't know, drink water, lose weight, because you don't want to be called fat in the middle of, uh, drinks with, with, with young ladies. Is that, is that the lesson we learned here? Sure. I'm getting off the plane now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, friends are important, and you want them to challenge you, so... Do better, guys. Um, listen to the show every day and tell someone about it every day. That's what that's that's the challenge. That's my challenge. You go out in the world like, hey, you know, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. You should be listening to Head Above Hypocrisy. Hey, I got a date. Nope. Screw your date. You're staying home. You listen to the podcast. That is that is the challenge that I'm issuing to the audience. Um, how many people can you get to listen to the show? And if you can show me that you've gotten one person to listen, I'll send you a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, we out. All right. I'm Will. Set above hypocrisy. Drink water. Have fun. Be nice. Bye. <laughs>